Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher, medium, author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spiritual Insights to Support Global Awakening. We share stories and messages from spirit that show us our greatest challenges are not economic, political, or societal, but often simply a disconnect from our inner soul awareness. Today we are delighted to welcome Tamika S. Thomas, author of The Sensitive Stone, showing us that many people who are seen as too sensitive have an amazing ability to constantly overextend themselves to help others through their trials and tribulations. They work too hard and exhaust themselves, sometimes succumbing to emotional stress, anxiety, or anger issues. But once they master their own will to be balanced and strong, the good they do in the world is admirable. Hi, Tamika, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to discuss your own growing awareness of energy and how to apply universal laws to enhance and improve human life. Yes, thank you for having me. Tamika, as listeners of Healing from Within well know over the 10 years that I've been doing this show, my amazing, insightful, and knowledgeable authors share intimate Mm -hmm. and intuitive stories that help us unravel many of the mysteries of the duality of life, both spiritual and energetic and physical. We seek to answer age-old questions. Who are we? Where did life come from? And what happens at the end of our physical life? In today's episode of Healing from Within, Tamika S. Thomas will share the nature of sensitivity as both the gift and challenge it can be for those who love deeply and are their own unique group of helpers or spiritual messages. And Tamika, I am one of them, like you. <laughs> so I'm an empath. I, I, I feel that great and medically, and I, I pick up on people's emotions and energy and help them realize who they are and how they can yes, best yes. enhance their life without uh, so much trauma and stress. So yeah. the first question I always ask my guests, because I love this question, because I get the greatest answers, is think back to your childhood and remember a person, a place, or event that may have influenced your life direction, your interest, as you grew into your adult version of yourself. So think back. Um, let's see. I mean, I can think that I've always been this type of person where I was always helping, helping, helping people. Pretty much had a superhero cape, but I guess I didn't necessarily know that it was like a dangerous level of it. Mm. So it wasn't until I pretty much like, I guess I got older. I'm literally 46 years old and it wasn't for about two years ago that I realized that, wait, uh oh, something is wrong with my compassion level. It's dangerous. It was too high. Right. Yes, you had to find the balance high. for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's how it is. You also talk about being a preemie, a breech birth, and you say a little doctor had to rush in to unwrap the umbilical cord. What do you mean by a little doctor? I was fascinated by that. My mom mom was telling me this story, and she said that the doctor, I think he was like, um, I know he was like away, he was on leave or something like that, and just out for a day, and I was just coming when I wasn't supposed to get here. 
I was always just ready to come, ready to happen. You know what I mean? And he had to call his doctor. He was this little, little tiny doctor, and he had to rush in and 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 turn me, you know, turn me around. And and here I am. Well, my daughter had twins, and she has four girls, but the 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 twins were the last ones, and. I I sent Reiki energy healing and meditated every night mm-hmm. that she would have a natural birth. And people, because she had had two natural births, and people said to me, well, that may not happen with twins. And I said, huh? well, it might and could, and I hope it does. And uh, sure enough, the second one, the first one came out naturally. second one was in trouble like you, right? Oh. And and yeah. the doctor was good enough to turn my granddaughter and deliver her naturally. And for that, I will uh, always be very grateful because uh, I would have been disappointed in spirit had she had yeah. have a yeah. cesarean for the second one. It was the same uh, exactly scenario that you had. And she's a very, very spiritual girl, very lovely, yeah. very talented, gifted child. But... Her entry into the world was a little challenging. I like, think maybe that's the relation of it, the relationship of it. I think that the spirit knows who belongs to be this spiritual person. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Wow. We're born with a that's destiny, awesome. a life plan, yeah. and and yeah. and we are messengers of this truth, of this yeah. eternal life force of creation yeah. and energy, and that's our job. Yeah. So, I uh, agree with that. you know that the traumas of early life, even as early as that, often leave yeah. an imprint on our bodies and minds, yeah. and until we realize they are but a memory of the time and space, and they don't hold power over us now in this moment, can we be no. free to create new realities for ourselves? And gifted yeah. people like us have to learn that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, while I was in the gifted class, uh, I did have a, a bit of dyslexia. I Nobody knew uh, about it. I barely knew about it till I was older and started to see. Mm-hmm. I, I reversed numbers very often. Oh. And, 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 you know, no, let our listeners know, no one is perfect. We're not meant to be perfect. No. In, no. Our, in our imperfection comes our perfection yeah. to know who we are, eternal souls, always learning yeah. and always loving. But let's go on to, how does one know they are a sensitive? And what are some of the characteristics of a sensitive? And um, is a sensitive always an empath? No, I don't think a sensitive person is always an empath. That's like, true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think a sensitive person an empath, but I would definitely describe a sensitive person because a lot of people don't really get when I say sensitive. They immediately say, oh, I'm not too sensitive because people don't really like that. You know, they don't like the idea of being too sensitive. But then when I tell them, I often describe it as a dangerously compassionate person. So that's usually people that don't really know how to say no. They feel guilt. They feel very guilty. And when I mean guilty, I mean guilty. It's not to the level where it's like, oh, I just feel a little bad. It's very bad to the point where they'll well, change their minds about something. Yeah, I have your chart here that says uh, the telltale signs. And I'm an, yeah. I'm an empath. I don't have many mm-hmm. of the signs of mm-hmm. this sensitive, sensitive type that you're talking about. But I am a sensitive because mm-hmm. I feel yeah. very deeply and I'm very compassionate and I help to the level of uh, never stopping, all right? So yeah. you say here yeah. you, you can be guilted into doing something you are against. No, I could never be. Yeah. I could never be guilted. Mm-hmm. 
you can be guilted <laughs> out of something you are passionate yes. about. No, I could mm-hmm. not. Uh, negative opinions affect you. Uh, negative opinions about you affect you. Not too much. I really don't care because I stand on my own two feet. But this one, yes. You constantly offer to help when it is not asked of you. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, That I, that I am moved to do. And this one, I also say yes to. I overextend and exhaust myself for others. I will Mm -hmm. jump in for a stranger the same way I would uh, for one of my immediate family. I can't do mm-hmm. it any other way because we're all souls and we're all yeah. connected by our energy and anyone you meet yeah. in your life even a person you meet just to pick up a piece of paper and hand it to them mm-hmm. on the floor is someone that's supposed to be there for you to look in their eyes and connect to so let's yeah. go on yeah. to you write this Tamika in the eyes of the many people who are too emotional um, and are coin too sensitive. Uh, they do not have a backbone and need to have a thick skin. While it is th- true we are too sensitive, it is also true that we have this amazing ability to constantly overextend and help others. And we love too hard, lose ourselves, succumbing to emotional and mental instability, such as having meltdowns, anger, and anger issues. Um, yeah. Anxiety, yes, an empath, as an empath, I'm picking up a lot of people's anxiety and meltdowns and anger issues, but they're not mine. Yeah. They're not mine. And I think I don't understand that either. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what are some of the patterns that can lead to detrimental habits? Um, So, again, um, Again, not being able to, to say no. It's something. It can be something super simple as not being able to say no. I think to me that's the, pretty much the number one thing. It's like okay, can even if you can do something, um, you'll you'll kind of say yeah. You'll kind of say yes, right? Even if you can do something, it's okay to say yes, right? But if yeah. you're saying yes all the time, you're not going to be able to say no when you need to say no. So well, that's why I would say that's detrimental. And it's okay. It's okay to have compassion. It's a beautiful thing. I, people like empaths, you know. Yes, I did have to learn. I did have to learn <laughs> to say yeah. no. But one yeah, time. You, know, you could, right? Yeah. I, I didn't say yes all the time. I just walked away and, and said maybe I'll think about it. I did excuse yeah. myself a lot of times when I couldn't handle yeah. it. But one time a medium told me that my mother in spirit said I was saying no too much and I was missing opportunities so then mm-hmm. then I was aware of that and I started to say mm-hmm. yes more okay mm-hmm. cuz sometimes I was running yeah. away from things that I thought would be too overwhelming for me or or take me healthy. away from other but that's healthy so that's very but healthy. but you have to refine the balance so that's balance, your... and that's what I speak about balance. It's all about balance. It's not not being a compassionate person because I no. think a lot of times the people don't really understand what I'm saying when I say you have to learn how to say no and you know take off your superhero case. They don't think that what I'm saying is no. You just have to have a healthy level of selflessness as well as selfishness. You have to think about yourself sometimes. Otherwise, you spend the rest of your life. That was your... exactly the crux. You have yeah. to think about self. 
Listness and selfishness. You have to have a mixture. We are dual-natured entities. We are spirit and we are physical. And and we need this duality. And thank you for saying that. I think it's 700 shows. You're the first person who said it that way. And that is what I have been looking for and and finding now in in my later years. (laughs) (laughs) That mixture, which is truly fantastic. Now, you say there are six types of sensitive. So I was reading the sensitive traits, like the worrying one, you worry about everything all the time. That used to be me. But once I learned I was a soul having a physical life, I had this magnificent uh, ability uh, to connect to spirit and do readings and help people know their um, own talents and to go mm-hmm. on and change their lives, that fear stopped because I was never alone. We are never yeah, yeah. alone. And, never and alone. once I knew that, once I knew who I was and who we all are, everything changed. So that worrying yeah. one, I'm not. The introverted superhero who who will dash <laughs> out of my comfort zone to help others. That's funny because, yeah, I will dash out of my comfort zone if yeah. someone else needs help. And sometimes... Even if it's someone who might not even deserve my help, because yes, 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 because yes. I try to look past that and know we all have something good within us. But tell us about mm-hmm. the six types. Anything you want briefly about the introverted type? About any of the other types? Um, so I would say I probably fit into the category, the category of a lot of them, but the introverted one for me. Because I am an introvert and I'm also an empath, which is like you, it's very, very, it's increasingly harder for me to like just deal with life and everybody. But if I know that someone needs help, I will like crawl out of the hole that I'm in, out of the darkness that I am and try to help somebody else find light. And once I help them find that light, I end up crawling back into my own hole because I never took the time to sort of cultivate my own life, my own light, my own happiness. So... Being an introverted, um, dangerously compassionate person or, you know, sensitive person is probably one of the hardest ones. Yeah. See, I'm not, see, I'm not introverted. I love to be with people, but it Mm -hmm. does, it does tire me at times and I do have to find downtime and I have to moderate, uh, what I do, where I go. Certain places give off more energy. Like if I go to a stadium. All right, yeah. there's hundreds or thousands of people. It's too. It, it may be too much energy for me, and yeah, I, I use yeah. protection. I've learned many techniques and skills mm-hmm. to help myself deal with it. But still, I don't choose to put myself in certain situations, especially yeah. since COVID. Since we've learned uh, to social distance a little bit, I, I think it's okay yeah. not to be in everyone's. Yeah face all the time face and stuff yes yes Yes, and to protect ourselves physically but not to the level where there's fear with it i have no fear about this illness i not did not have fear when i had it in 2020 and i said and i'm i was homesick and i'm talking to spirit and i'm saying well why do i have to have this i'm a healer (laughs) i have to help people and then a little while (laughs) later i did a radio show with another woman who was a healer and she mm-hmm. told me she was not able to send distant healing to people who had COVID because she couldn't break through the energy of it. But after mm-hmm. she had COVID, she was able to, uh, it had 
body and her cellular structure, and she was able to send healing, and so was I. Yeah. So that's why I guess I had it. I, well, I, I would say with that, and just vibing off of what you're saying, it could possibly be in the spiritual realm you had it so that you can be able to relate with relate to people. Who, who does have it? So you have to like. Feel I guess so. Yes, <laughs> but but because but because I w- I was doing my Reiki healing on myself and it breathing exercises, even when coughing and breathing got a little hard, I said I'm not going to the hospital. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> going. And Spirit said to me, No, no, you stay home. You just stay. and my home. and my doctor said stay home. So, but I'm laughing at it now, but. Uh, yeah. It's sad that it was a very unnecessary happening for the world. Yeah. But then yeah. again, if it happened, it was necessary. Maybe for yeah. the spiritual awakening of I so. That. Yes. So now this it's is a, a, reset. a reset of our a spiritual awareness and higher consciousness, not of the physical world yeah. which is going on and is out of yeah. sync now with all economic changes and war yeah. and and health issues and. Yeah. Political craziness, you know, but oh, forget but, about it. Okay. Yeah, but I think we're going to come out of it eventually. Okay, better than before. I think we will. I, I hope so. Everybody, you know. Yeah, I hope so because I've and lived. I've lived a long life already, and I I never saw anything like some of the things that are happening now. I just pray. Yeah. I send energy, compassion, yeah. and yeah. Sometimes I cry. <laughs> yes, it's yes, good to it's cry and get it out of you. So I, I yeah definitely. And in your book, you say that crying's okay because you're detoxing your body, and and yes. it has to come out. The energy has to come out. Now, how does a sensitive find their inner rock? Um, again, and I know you might hear me just constantly reiterate and no, right? I think also stop giving a fudge. <laughs> I don't curse so if I say fudge. I'm just meaning stop giving a fudge about people. That is the only way you're going to find your inner rock. Stop caring what everybody is saying. Stop caring about what everyone is doing. Pay attention to you, your your world on the inside. Pay attention to your world on the inside. Stop worrying about the world on the outside because you're not going to heal that way. And also you say we have to learn to control or self-master our emotions. That's what this life is. It's self-investigating who we are and growing more compassion for ourselves as well as others and then mastering our emotion. And how do we learn to do that? We learn to do that through words. Okay? We learn to listen to words that trigger us or people who learn who to you know i used to always say to people and you say it in your book too sticks and stones may break our bones but words can never hurt us well words can hurt us if we allow that to help us like in the soul but if if we let it go if we do not allow it to penetrate into our soul energy if we say you know those people they know not what they do. That comes from the Bible, actually. Yeah. They they, mm-hmm. they don't know that their mood and their behavior is affecting other people. But yeah. it's, it's not necessarily about us. They're doing no, it to it's everyone. Not. It's just their own yes. growth process. It's their energy. It's their, it's their thoughts about, about themselves. It's their yes. thoughts about the world. You just happen to be in a crossroads. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So it's not just you. So that's something I'm learning myself not to do because words play a major part 
in my um, downfall. It Word. played a major part. Yes, words are, are very hard to get a handle on. Yeah. It's like I tell my clients, negative thoughts are coming into us 50% of the day. So when yeah. a negative thought comes in, you know what I do? I say, delete, or I say, yeah. Yeah. I'm not entertaining that horrible thought. And then yeah. I do a deep breathing, I do some deep breathing, and I yeah. wait for something more appropriate. I will not connect to energy or thinking or words or people yeah. that yeah. are not on my path. Now, you know, we all know, uh, unfortunately, we f- are able to find some like-minded people who support yeah. us, who nurture us, who love us. But not all the people we deal with will will be nurturing. But we have to be no. kind and compassionate to them also because there's good in them too, you know. Yeah. I've I've worked with yeah I've worked no. with people who have been hard to deal with, but over time they've improved. You know why? Because my yeah. attitude toward them improved. I started yeah. to see the good things in them, and then they showed more of that to me. So yeah. that's what we want our listeners to know. We have yeah. to listen and understand, and yeah. when we're asked to help, help not always help. Sometimes people don't want help. They just want us to listen, right? Yeah. All right. And another thing I would say about people is that, you know, just being human, you know, human beings do human things, right? Yes. Broken people can't always help broken people. This is also why I say, you know, fix your inner world. You can't help anybody if your inner world is rotten. Right. The inner world is the whole world. The inner world is the real world. When we die and our energy and our soul body reach Uh out, that is the real world. This is, sometimes I think, like a dream or like a virtual reality or like a school, a place Mm -hmm. to visit, a place to grow it's a beautiful yeah. place, and we're here to enjoy the physical aspects of life. But sometimes, yeah. mm, you know, I, I think so we forget our inner life. And for me, being in meditation or uh, walking by the ocean or finding mm-hmm. calming tools like uh, breath, breathing, or even seeking professional help or just taking a walk or a cup of hot tea. These are yes. very important things we need to do. And you talk about all yes. this, how, yes. how yes. sensitive yes, people learn to find ways to take back their power, control their emotions, and ultimately become healthy, happy, and the beautiful souls that we are from birth. Yes. Our inner yes. soul is just magnificent. The light that is, is given off from within is meant to go into the world so yeah how can a sensitive toughen up while still maintaining compassion i would say assess your mess i tell people and when i say your mess meaning your m-e-s-s i'm meaning your m-e-s not your m-e-s-s your mental your emotional and your spiritual space m-e-s s s so more likely the acronym. <laughs> That's great, but I'm going to say it reminds me of mess. M-E-S-S is mess. So we yes, don't want to be exactly. a mess. We want to be so an M-E-S. Mind, yes. emotion, spirit. Right? Yes. Excellent. So 
your mess whenever you are. It, a lot of times we don't know why we're feeling a certain kind of way. Like sometimes there's times when I would just wake up in a mood and I don't even know why. So I would literally have to just lay in my bed and say, okay, Tamika, you know, assess yourself. Assess what's going on. What are you feeling? Why are you? Why do you not want to get out of bed? And why that's the word. Bed? That is the most <laughs> important word. Ex- yeah. Allow, accept, and surrender to anything that happens to you. Don't yes. judge it as good or bad. It's just an experience, and it's not yes. going to do you in unless you allow yourself. So I want to thank you, Tamika S. Thomas, author of The Sensitive Stone, for sharing the many attributes and skills of a sensitive person and ways for us all to enhance our compassionate, giving nature as we develop the strength within to share Mm -hmm. many spiritual gifts and grow more healthy, joyful, and strong in our inner being. To read more about the many gifts of a sensitive and the good they do in the world, Go to Anna, A-N-A, one, joy, at yahoo.com, or purchase the book on amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Tamika has shared the story of most of us, who in one way or another is a sensitive being. For a soul and a physical body deals with the outside world and the emotions and belief systems of other human beings who interact with them. And since we all see the world according to our own perceptions, we often develop sensitivities and don't don't allow ourselves the luxury of accepting we are not perfect, nor is anyone else perfect. But a physical life does offer us the chance to develop self-love and a sense of worthiness for the person we are and the person we aspire to become over time and with awareness. Tamika writes about love. If we are talking about us receiving love from someone else, let's first establish that love is not about who someone is to you but how someone is to you in other words this is beautiful in other words love is when someone does or says something that feels good to your heart soul spirit and mind love is when your heart trusts a presence because of the goodness of this presence brings there are many faces of love love is a force but it cannot be forced from or upon you so let's yeah. let's remember what love is not also. Love is not acts of violence against you, abuse in any form from anyone else or even from yourself, and someone constantly hurting your feelings. So to yeah. me Tamika, you and I will want people to realize that life is simply an opportunity for learning and loving. And once we know who we are and what makes us shine our true uniqueness into the world, we will have conquered our sensitivities and be at peace with ourselves and the world. It takes patience and effort to learn to find self-worth, love, and joy in our soul essence. But once we begin the search, the journey to success becomes not only possible, but probable. I am Cheryl yeah. Glick, Reiki master, energy teacher, medium author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in the metaphysical, scientific, spiritual, religious, medical, energy healers, psychologists, and those in the arts and music. Seek answers to age-old questions of human and divine interest. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.